know that expression, you learn something new every day? Well, here on Paige's Lessons, I'm going to share with you a variety of insights and self-reflections that will inspire and motivate you to rethink how you process and experience life. I'll be giving my best advice on topics such as relationships, career, and overall life transitions. I can't wait to share these golden nuggets with you. Let's get started. My name is Paige and I'm a career fulfillment coach, motivational speaker, and mental health advocate. I help individuals find fulfillment in their careers with more purpose and less burnout in the workplace. If you are open, ready, and willing to take action toward achieving your goals, let's connect. The best way to reach me is 720-696-3210 or send me an email at connect at pagemitchell.coach. And now a quick break from our sponsor. And now back to the show. When I was little, I want to say maybe maybe six or seven, I lived in this very mm, tiny neighborhood, if you will. It was basically just this cul-de-sac of... I don't know, like 10 houses. And we didn't really, you know, since I was on the corner, um, I didn't really interact with my neighbors that much. You know, as an only child, I didn't have other kids really to play with. The neighborhood was kind of, um, it just wasn't really kid-friendly. It became kid-friendly when I was a teenager. Um, But when I was a kid, it was very quiet. Anyway, um, when I was around six or seven, It was a really hot summer in Colorado, and I don't know who decided it first, but my mom and um, dad and I, they asked me if I wanted to do a lemonade stand, and I was like, sure. So I remember making the lemonade. I remember my mom had this huge um, glass pitcher. It was a gorgeous lemonade pitcher. Um, to make the lemonade and let it like sit overnight. I remember adding like the sugar and all the things that was really fun. And then, and then we got from like Home Depot, those like huge, you know, Gatorade coolers, if you will, that, you know, people like dump on (laughs) the players after a game. Um, They bought that for the lemonade stand because God forbid having the glass pitcher um, at the lemonade stand is not a good idea via my mom. So we poured all the lemonade in the huge, you know, I don't even know what you call it bucket thing. Um, and I made a sign out of like markers and a poster board. And because I was on the corner, I like had busy traffic. So I pulled up, you know, a folding chair and had the cooler and the cups and everything. And when I asked my parents, how much should I put? Like, how much am I charging for the lemonade stand? And at the time, six or seven, I did have a bank account. I remember that very specifically. Uh, My parents were enforcing very young about savings and money, um, Now, I'm foreshadowing here, but they did stress a lot about 
lack. It was coming from a very like desperate um, place, even though they were educating me, it was still kind of um, whatever, scarce. But this takeaway that I'm about to share really has stuck with me from pretty much everything I've ever sold moving forward after seven years old. And I, I just love this trick. So when I asked, how much is the lemonade? How much do I charge? My mom's like, well, instead of just like five cents or 10 cents a cup, why don't you write on the poster board anything you offer? And I was like, what? But that doesn't make sense. Like, what if someone gives me a penny? And what if someone gives me a dollar? Then she's like, then awesome. Someone gives you a dollar and someone gives you a penny. You're you're grateful for anything they offer. And oh my God, I was I just made bank that summer. And this is way before, this is back in the 90s. I think now, I think I saw you need a tax license or something for your kid just to have a damn lemonade stand. Ridiculous. Okay, I'm old. Anyway, yeah, I just made bank. I had this like clear jar that they would put like the tips or whatever to collect payment. And people are running around. They don't have change. So they just give me a dollar. They're giving this little six, seven-year-old a dollar and some a cup of lemonade. Like I was just blown away that that actually worked. And it was the few times that, like, maybe, like, really detailed numbers at that point, it, it's okay that it wasn't specific. It worked in that case. So if you are feeling stuck on something, maybe you have a very, like, rigid, like, it has to be this way. There's no other option. You know, whatever is going on in your life right now. I want you to reflect on what are you being super rigid about? What is something that, you know, you're drawing a line in the sand. You are not willing to negotiate. You're being really firm. Are you open to other alternatives? Are you open to hearing other options on the table? Because I'm pretty sure 9 out of 10, there's probably something else going on that is making you hold and grip so tight is there any room to let go a little bit is there anything that could be helpful and I want you to also think about whatever you're being rigid on that's great because you probably have really good firm boundaries but if it's something's not working out for you if something you feel is tense or you want a new alternative, but you just don't know how, breathe and know there are other possibilities. It's just a matter of being open and willing to listen and take that feedback. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or head over to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Subscribing and posting a review helps to improve engagement and is essential for the podcast to be discovered by new listeners. Thanks again for listening. And remember, every day provides a lesson. Take care.